Hello and welcome to the movie podcast review of Peacemaker. My name is Daniel and joining me today on the very first review of 2022 is Anthony. Hello everyone. And Shabazz. Hey everybody. How you guys doing today? Doing great, man. You know, just loving loving this show and I can't even talk more about it. All right. You Anthony, know, how about like you? How straight I'm, I'm doing, doing well, right? I can tell you guys feel no, I don't. how straight I'm being right now. Like, like I'm just being so <laughs> normal. You guys are like, I can see the uneasiness in both your eyes. No, because you're smiling. Like for, for the listeners at home and who cannot see what we're seeing, <laughs> Shay has not broken. Shay has not broken smile this entire introduction. And it's making me uncomfortable. Only because I could, you guys are smiling too. I'm, I mean, I was smiling throughout I, this show. I feel so. like I'm being mocked right now. Oh, no. <laughs> this I'm is not, how I act. I'm not patronizing you at all. I'm doing well, Daniel. Thank you. And that's it. Thank you. And we hope you are all doing well, too. Because as always, you can catch a brand new episode of the movie podcast every single Monday. And watch out throughout the week for our review episodes just like this one and all the latest movies and series. Make sure you're following us at the movie podcast on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Letterboxd. And don't forget to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, join our Discord, and write into the show at hello at themoviepodcast.ca. Check out our show notes for all of those links and more. Some quick announcements will be very, very fast. We do have a brand new episode of The Movie Podcast out right now that you can listen to where we talk about the best movies of 2021. So make sure you listen to it. It's a very, um, it's a supersized episode. We went, we spoke about a lot because we were catching up for a lot of time off. So it was really nice to be back and talk to you all about that and definitely check out that episode. Uh, but today is all about Peacemaker. The show is written and directed by James Gunn, who of course you know from Guardians of the Galaxy and The Suicide Squad. And this show is the direct sequel to The Suicide Squad. It is out now on HBO Max and Crave Canada with the first three episodes and the remaining eight episodes will, of the series will be released weekly throughout February 17th. I'm going to kick it over to Anthony to give us a synopsis. Before I do, I just want to let you know that this is going to be full on spoilers for the first three episodes. So if you have not watched Peacemaker yet, go watch the episodes and then come back and hear us talk all about it. But if you don't care, we're just going to go right into it. So Anthony, it's all yours. Peacemaker explores the continuing story of the character that John Cena reprises in the aftermath of James Gunn's 2021 film, The Suicide Squad, a compelling, vainglorious man who believes in peace at any cost, no matter how many people he has to kill to get it. Now, Peacemaker was a big fan favorite character in James Gunn's The Suicide Squad. It's crazy that we're talking about a sequel series so close after a movie came out, because this movie literally just came out about four and a half, five months ago. So it's cool to be talk having a show already to go into it. Shay, kick us off with your first reactions of 2022 for Peacemaker. Yeah. So when we look at um, you know, Suicide Squad that came out back in what, July? Uh, August, August. First week of Sorry, August. First week of August. Um, we absolutely had a great time with it. We loved it. We gave it a real gem uh, on here pretty much. And it was a great time. So the character Peacemaker in that movie was, like you mentioned, Daniel, so beloved, very interesting character and john cena played it in a very let's just say uh, like I, I almost questioned what his integrity was throughout the whole movie so to kind of get yeah. a show based around that was really really fun i mean james gunn here really is 
he's in a sandbox. He can do whatever he wants. And you can tell that he's having a good time with it too. You can tell the cast is having a good time with it. And you can tell that they're in a world where they're just embracing the craziness that can be DC. They're going a different route than what Marvel did. And I always applaud DC for doing that because they're trying to take, you know, different steps and they're not just trying to replicate it, which is always a good time. And I think this show does a great job of having fun with the characters and the plot that they kind of have. It's, it's a hard R. Um, I think Daniel, you described it to me as DC's the boys, and you know you couldn't be you couldn't be more bang on for that. The the violence is there. I think my 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 biggest fear was um, sometimes with the boys, it gets gory for the sake of being gory, and it can kind of lose that that you know what makes gore in a movie and TV show so fun. But in this sh- show, Peacemaker, it really feels like it's earned. Like whenever someone's head blows off or a cut happens, it makes sense to the narrative and it's not just overused or gratuitous. Now, how the rest of the show is going to continue to use that, you know, we'll have to see. But yeah, the first three episodes so far, I really like where the show's going. There's some mystery there. The characters are fun. And it doesn't seem like there's a lot of fluff that's being shoved in there too. Yeah, no, I, I think you're bang on, Shane. The show's picking up five months after the Suicide Squad, which is literally five months after we as an audience watched as well, too. Um, and just to pick up something that you said, like, as you said, like, this is James Gunn's sandbox. This is him being able to do whatever he wants, pull in whatever characters he wants from the DC universe of characters. Um, and this isn't a show where you're going to see Batman pop up or Superman pop up. It's in the DC world. These characters exist, but what, what I think James Gunn does best is work with these characters that nobody knows about. Uh, I mean, we got a, a damn Batmite uh, uh, reference in the show, which is crazy. Uh, where I think James really succeeds with having these crazy and wild characters and giving them some depth and having a lot of fun with them. Cause we do have a lot of returning characters from the suicide squad as well too, but we'll talk more about them in a second. I want to kick it to Anthony now for his first reactions. Yeah, I really like the show. It, it was super funny compared to the suicide squad. This is um, a more, a lot funnier than that just because John Cena's character and the way he portrays it. And he does such a really good job of bringing out that, that, um, that character on screen. Um, and James Gunn does such a good job of taking characters who are not known and bringing them out to the world and making them these famous, you know, superheroes. And I can see, you know, people wanting to see this character in some sort of big event, DC movie event. And that would, you know, I can, I can picture the cheers just because his character is, is rated R. He's kind of like, you know, the Deadpool of the DC universe at the moment. And, and he's, he's funny. He's actually, I'm surprised John Cena is super funny. Um, I like the, the, the story of the plot. I love Patrick, uh, Robert Patrick being his father, but also being like this, seems like he was a superhero at one time in his career, but he's well, also super, superhero super villain, super Nazi, yeah, yeah. Super, Nazi. super racist, you know, <laughs> super racist. Yeah. yeah um but yeah i like i like everything about it i like the references especially like the batmite it's like okay you're 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 painting this this world for me that these these elements exist in and that's pretty cool i really enjoy that um but yeah john cena just he he this is his role like it's like almost like it's made for him and he does such a good job of it and i can't see i can't see anyone else portraying peacemaker any other way than what we've got. I think this is a perfect character for John Cena to portray for his first, we'll say this is his first movie or sorry, first TV show or first 
I guess, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, lead in his, in his, in his career. So this is a, a great start for him. Yeah. And I, and I think especially with the character that he owns, like, like Peacemaker is him as what you're saying. Right. And you know, I think of him in the Suicide Squad. I think he worked really well and he, he was elevated also by the characters that he was playing against. And I really like that he's able to play the comedy and the seriousness and be this back, like be this almost like Captain America figure, but, but like a being a, like a douchey Captain America. Mm-hmm. Uh, back in the day, I remember seeing like on fan forums and fan castings, they're like, Oh, John Cena would be perfect for Captain America. And like, I think back in the day, like you could have, I could have seen it only because he has the look to him like that, like that he looks like a comic book character, but like, I think he suits this character so much better because he could be a super giant dude with muscles and stuff. And I love like where you learn more about his background in the suicide squad on that bus ride scene when they're in Corto Maltese and they're talking about like um, blood sports talking about what his dad did to, you know, how he got the, the rat phobia and things like that. And you see uh, peacemaker kind of laughing because obviously his dad did some shit to him too. And we're going to see that a lot in the show. And you see mm-hmm. the relationship he has with his dad and having to grow up in a household where his dad was super racist and probably was some type of what would they, what they call him the white dragon in right, the, white dragon, some right? sort of white supremacist yeah, like, like leader um which is also really scary and it's like you have this guy now who's trying to fight for justice but you also raise in a household like that um and i think that I, I, that was nice to see that callback from the film and now expanding on it and mm. john cena is so funny in this he's just generally so funny and he plays it so well and like shay said the show is a hard r um but i have to get this out of the way first and foremost because that intro to this show <laughs> is probably one of the best t- television intros of all time unexpected with both with all three episodes i didn't skip it and i have gone back to watch it just because of how ridiculous and funny it is mm-hmm. it's just so good it's just so good and it sets the tone for the rest of the show yeah you really don't expect uh, like i i kept he- seeing the tweets before the show came out that the opening credits are amazing and what i imagined not even not even close to what we actually got like i was just thinking like you know cool visuals or something yeah i thought it would be something animated yeah, or just, i don't know something like very something that we've seen before but I don't think I've seen this before. This kind of gave me that vibe that James Gunn had fun with doing at the end of Guardians 2 with the big dance number. I'm like, clearly, yes. he's like, okay, that was a great time. What if he strip all the budget and give them just a studio and let them have fun? And that was it. Yeah, it it literally is. Like, you could tell, like, James Gunn definitely, like, I, I we got to, like, we'll, we'll tweet out and ask him, like, he had to be the choreographer of that. Because, like, oh, yeah. the, his, the dance moves in it felt very, very distinct to, like... <laughs> baby Groot 100% like when I was thinking behind the scenes of him dancing as baby Groot I'm like that feels like that feels like uh, something James Gunn would dance as yeah. uh, we haven't really spoken too much spoilers on the first three episodes I think like I know we said at the top of the show we, we are, we're full cool like to reference them uh, but I did want to mention that um, in the show as well too uh, oh my god what's her what's her Danielle Brooks she plays Amanda Waller's daughter mm-hmm which I thought was a cool reveal seeing Viola Davis come back mm-hmm. um, in that in that uh, FaceTime session at the end. But so you definitely see, again, like there's Amanda Waller always has a plan. So there's another counter op kind of going on within the operation that they're going on right now with these trying to take down these butterfly aliens, which, again, sounds so ridiculous. But when you see it in the context of the show, it's really cool. Mm-hmm. 
you get you so we we have peacemaker comes out of hospital gets out of the hospital and is picked up by you know jennifer holland who's um emily harcourt emily harcourt um she's like yeah you're working with us now and you have to start assassinating these high 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 up people and they're all part Just of these, a senator, no big deal. <laughs> these butterflies. And he's like, what's the butterfly? Tell me more about the butterfly. And he meets a butterfly after one night. We'll say a one night stand. And they're pretty, they're, they're vicious. They're like super human in human form. Yeah. They're metahumans, yeah. but like they are destroying uh, at points Peacemaker and his ability to, to you know, defeat them. Um, but yeah, like I again, I didn't know what to expect in this show, but the 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 route James Gunn has gone down with almost like a Men in Black type of alien race is different because it's I would say it's it's a difficult task to take on like something that big in such a small TV show for the first time with this this new character. Um, so it's not like a human that they're killing or he has to like take care of it's like a whole seems like a whole alien invasion yeah and that that was really cool that we got to see that and and i like that james gunn always said that he wouldn't want to be like a guest director or writer on the show he, if he did a show he wants it to be his fingerprints all over and i think the show 100 does that shay you were going to say something so. yeah yeah it's funny you you mentioned the whole m and the black reference and i thought in the third episode when you know peacemaker shoots uh the senator right in the face and like that the butterfly comes out of his face it just gave me that men in black vibe if men in black was like a yes. hard r um you know the i i'm, I'm not I, I don't think the butterflies are dc like lore like i don't i think this is i think this is brand new from when i looked it up um looks like james gunn's kind of creating something here so i'm curious what it's going to tie into into DC if it ever does, or is it just going to start off as something on its own? So I'm really curious to see where they take it. Because, unless you guys have heard anything about the butterflies, before. I, I I have not. Unless unless it's a villain controlling them right. or making them, um, I have no recollection of any butterfly characters or creatures from the DC worlds. Me neither. I I haven't heard of the um, the butterfly group. Uh, very fun. Uh, very the butterfly group. It sounds like an insurance company. <laughs> or, like, or, oh, yeah, just or like, a, make like a, a late yeah. '90s band, you know? Yeah, we're the butterfly butterfly corpse. Yeah. You know? <laughs> now there's. Uh, go ahead, Anthony. There's this big secret with one of the characters on this show that I'm. I don't know if you guys know, but I don't know either. But Clemson <laughs> Mern. <laughs> so you don't know? <laughs> I don't know, but I'm like this guy seems to have like this history. Oh, yeah. He's, he's that up to something. But we don't, I don't, I've never heard of a Clemson. I don't know if that's an, like a mask name that's behind, that's covering something else that he is. But I'm wondering who this guy is because he seems like he's done some shady stuff in his past and now he's working for the good guys. It's almost like this ragtag group of agents. Um, but I yeah, that, that, I just wanted to bring that up because that part of the story is very interesting to me because I, I always like stories where they have these characters who are, who have these weird interesting paths pasts and in a dc comic you wonder well i wonder who it could be who what's his reveal in the next couple of episodes yeah i really like that moment where um him and uh steve Aggie's character are just talking about feelings and how he's never once said a feeling before <laughs> i was like this is me talking, never been this, chilling? this is me talking to anthony like 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you've never you've never told someone how you feel. <laughs> no, you never said you were cold. No, no. is that a, is, is that a feeling? No, <laughs> I wouldn't say say that. Um, but yeah, you could tell you could just tell that James Gunn had so much fun writing this. Uh, you could tell the whole cast had a blast shooting this this project. And we have five episodes to go, and I'm just like, damn, like this is a lot of fun. This is the kind of energy that you want to see, and it's and it's nice as DC fans getting shows and movies that were like that we could be excited about and be like wow this this rips this is a really good show this is some great um like character development this is fun it's edgy but it's also its own thing and it's creating its own world and having a lot of fun with it I, um so no, go ahead no no that's it that's i, I was it. just gonna say I, I love also i mean this is no surprise but james gunn always does a great job of selecting music and you know there's so many tracks oh my that God. are just kind of bumping out of nowhere uh, there's another show that we're also watching, which we won't talk about right now, but it, I kept watching that show and going like, wow, the music in this show is so good. And then I come over here to this show and again, just straight up bangers. Every song that's coming out, songs I've never heard of sometimes even too. And I'm like, I'm really digging the vibe and it does feel like it's connected to the DCEU of the Suicide Squad, not the DCEU mm. that, we, that we're used to seeing. Um, right. There's eight episodes, but I think he's only directed seven. So I'm curious... Why one episode he didn't direct? And it's I think it's episode seven that he didn't direct. So I'm curious what's going on there. I don't know. Did you know each uh, each episode also has an after credit scene? Have you guys yeah. uh, tuned in for the after credit scene? Only on the third episode. No, one. I didn't know that. Yeah, only on yeah. the third episode. Because Crave is like, oh, next episode. I'm like, oh. Yeah. And I literally, yeah, I would have to hit I would have to hit dismiss on it. But yeah, yeah. each episode has a little post credit scene. Nothing groundbreaking. It's like a little extension of a scene from earlier in the show, but it's fun. Like yeah. it's fun to see that there's still something after the credits. But yeah, like these uh, these like streaming apps need to chill with like getting you into the next episode or all, like especially like I like what Disney Plus does that uh, at least says like hey you could skip the credits if you want and go to the post credit scenes yes. don't like don't just like skip the episode because there's stuff at the end there it could be a crave thing as well too I don't know if HBO Max does that yeah who knows but I yeah, don't think very I, very good I don't think it would I think it's just a crave thing yeah it's just like oh the app is just designed that way but yeah I didn't know now I have to look back and watch it again. Yeah, you got to watch them from all. The you can't even fast forward yeah. from the beginning. <laughs> you can't. You can't skip through. You got to be kind of rewind. Uh, any final thoughts on Peacemaker before we get to? I guess our final recommendations for the show, but also uh, just our final thoughts on the show. I'm going to start with you, Shay. You can, we'll just go right to final recommendations, final thoughts. Yeah, um, honestly, this show it's it's picked up great. If you enjoyed the Suicide Squad, if you've liked uh, the Boys on Amazon Prime. This is that kind of a show. And what's nice about it is, let's just say you haven't seen The Suicide Squad. They do a great recap of the movie in the beginning of this. And then it kind of becomes its own thing, at least the first three episodes. So great writing, great performances. It's a lot of fun. January right now, if you're in Ontario, you can't go watch Scream. So why not put this on instead and have a good time? Awesome. Anthony, how about yourself? Yeah, I... I concur with the uh, Shay's statements if you are in for a a dark humor superhero action comedy this is it for you it's like the boys if you watch the boys but uh it's a different you know different style but it's still funny and still dark and i can't say i again i'm three episodes in and i'm enjoying it i don't know what this whole how it's all gonna end and how it's all gonna sum up but yeah, I definitely would recommend watching this. 
Excellent. I'm the same. I'm the same uh, place with all of you guys here. Uh, I don't know why I said it so strange. And I also felt like I was going for an accent as well too. At one point, <laughs> I'm not the too same sure place, what was I'm in the same place with all y'all here. Uh, no, honestly, I'm having a great time with the show. These first three episodes have been awesome and uh i also will just give you a warning too like if you weren't a fan of the suicide squad or if you're not a fan of james gunn's style of comedy i don't think this show is going to win you over because this is doubling down on everything that james gunn does and if you're a fan of that you're in for a treat because the show uh it's bloody it's great it's it's a great time and i and i love it especially as somebody who uh, absolutely loved the suicide squad this is more of that and i love that we're getting to focus on peacemaker and building out that world i had a great time with it i can't wait to see where it goes and i think we're in for a really good start of the year with some really great shows and that other show that shay was alluding to we'll be talking about very soon on the show so stay tuned for that uh thank you so much for listening to the movie podcast review of peacemaker don't forget you could catch a brand new episode of the movie podcast every single monday and watch out throughout the week for review episodes just like this one on all the latest movies and series make sure to follow us at the movie podcast on instagram twitter tiktok and letterbox leave us a review on apple podcasts and spotify and join our discord you could also write into the show at hello at the movie podcast.ca thank you so much for joining us on the first review of the year that was this time with the movie podcast and we'll see you next